Before we begin, just to let you guys know, our logo artwork was designed by Nicole Anarchy and music by Taylor Paisley French. Warning, this podcast does contain spoilers for the Verse series. Hello everyone and welcome to the Best Damn Camp, a Rodenverse read-along and analysis podcast that sits out to read all the books by Rick Rodden in timeline order. I'm your friendly neighbourhood lesbian author and host, Fran. Welcome to the show. As a reminder for everyone, if you want early access to these episodes ahead of everyone else, as well as for all the other stuff that I do, be sure to check out my Patreon at patreon.com slash a healthy dose of Fran because there's a lot of stuff there. I'm poor um, and it's not expensive (laughs) so yeah also if you want one-off payments be sure to buy my book i have a new short story coming out in just under three weeks which is a follow-up to the novel that came out last year so that's three things from the same series so get (laughs) them all links for that will be in the episode show notes so um support me if you can because i'm poor Anyway, today we are continuing our timeline journey with the Mark of Athena section, Annabeth Alone, which is from pages 405 to 434. As always, I've got my points to focus on, so today we've got plot and generally what I thought of it. So let's dive in. A mini PSA before I do, just because of last week and all that sort of stuff. If you do not like my opinions or my thoughts or anything like that, leave the episode you don't have to listen it is not mandatory to listen to episodes that make you annoyed or listen to thoughts and opinions that make you annoyed just leave the episode and leave a bad review if you want to (laughs) i don't really care but if you're going to get upset go unless i do something really bad tell me but if you just don't like the way that i talk about like percy or anything like that i mean calm down it's fine you can have your opinion, I can have mine. Just a reminder, this is my own thoughts and feelings. If you don't like it, you can leave the episode instead of, you know, sending me death threats. So let's officially dive in now, PSA done. Into Annabeth's overview, because thankfully all of this is about Annabeth and focusing solely on Annabeth, or at least some of it is. So here is the overview for Annabeth's chapters. Annabeth makes her way into the tunnel and seeing the glow of the mark follows it using the glow of her own dagger to make her way further into the tunnel. As she walks she finds a hole in the wall that though there's no sign that this is where she should go, when she looks through it she can see a door and an altar inside. Remembering Greg and yes I can't say the gods names correctly, (laughs) remembering Greg's words she heads in and meets her first test, the followers of Mithras. Here she outwits the male followers by using her intuition and also their own stupidity (laughs) against them 
and finds that the answers lie in the statues that they themselves have made because they're morons. Breaking the room and frightening them into not killing her, she bursts through a wall in full Hulk style, falls and breaks her ankle. Avoiding shock, Annabeth takes some ambrosia and, using her first aid skills, splints her broken ankle and carefully continues her journey. What a badass! Following the mark, once again she finds a way to an open cavern with no easy way across and no safe way down. And then, the spiders come. I'm actually, just because I've read it, I'm just going to quickly double check that I don't actually have any spiders in my room. (laughs) No, we're all good, we're all good. If you suddenly see hear me scream, it's because I've suddenly seen the spider. I really, I'm, I get you, Annabeth. Spiders are scary. With a weaving skill that she didn't think she had, except for the fact that literally in the previous part she created a ladder through weaving, Annabeth makes her way across before the spiders get her. She's completed the final test, and for her prize, the goddess of spiders, Arachne, welcomes her with the promise of her death. Dun, 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 dun. And that's how it ends. <laughs> and then we move on to my most hated character. But we're not going to talk about that right now. Because right now we're going to talk about feedback. <laughs> because everyone's going to hate me. <laughs> I pride myself on being the most hated Percy Jackson podcaster. And the, the, yeah. Well, the death threats guarantee it. So um, let's just dive in. Because honestly, my nostalgia's. I, like, I think I'm just going to blame my own nostalgia on this but I like seem to not remember anything that happened in this section because you know, I've been having this whole thing it's like we're going to get to the good part soon we're going to get to the good part soon I just did not remember any of this and it's definitely not as good as the the bits that I did remember is are not as good as I remember the only thing that I still think is really good is the introduction of Arachne which is annoying because we knew it was Arachne for ages they just wouldn't say her name <sighs> So I wish that had been, you know, handled better. But like her introduction and her skill and like her story is so interesting. And I can't remember if they've done it yet. But Monstrous Women Pod, and you've obviously I've had Megan on here a lot of times. Um, they either have or will do at some point an episode on Arachne. And if they haven't, Megan or Quinn, if you guys are listening, <laughs> do an episode on Arachne. Um talking about like the presentation of her because like Arachne's just a really interesting villain because she should have won <laughs> um but anyway to, to go on to this the quest specifically I'm I was kind of confused I think this is again where the nostalgia like I forgot a, a lot of stuff and also kind of like rose tinted glasses there are more, a lot more hopelessness moments that Annabeth has than I remember and it kind of gets annoying like basically every chapter or every like multiple times within one chapter she has moments of feeling hopeless or helpless like okay sure we've had moments like this from Percy um but not as in quick succession or as random as we have here with Annabeth Especially considering that, like, obviously last week's episode, we had Annabeth being frustrated that she doesn't have powers. So to kind of have her being more, like, having that helplessness or hopelessness, it was just really, I don't know, it was just, it was kind of, it was just, it was really random to me. Because I also don't, 
I don't fully get it. I can't, like I do, and then I don't. It's the same situation I've got as last week as well. Like she's got a broken ankle. It's literally the worst thing that could happen. No doubt about that. That I have no problem with. Like the hopelessness that comes with a broken ankle makes so much sense. But it's the wishing for her friends and Percy to be there with her that kind of throws me. Like I solo quests are terrifying. Being on a quest completely by yourself it's horrific it's something she's not done since she was a child but the moment she thinks about it is just kind of so random because like i i would actually get it if she was thinking that she wishes her friends were there the moment she broke her ankle or like the moments after she broke her ankle but then she's basically kind of perfectly fine and then <laughs> then she can't she so basically she has this moment of wishing her friends and stuff were there when she gets to the cavern which again i don't fully get why she has that because like she has no problem with it whatsoever so in the cavern there are like two metal line things that have got hooks on them that are going from where she is to the other side of the black hole basically and it's there she, she has this moment of like oh my gosh i wish my friends and percy or all percy were here to help etc etc but I don't get why. Like, I know, like, in terms of the power situation. But she doesn't... F- I don't know. It's just... It was just... It was just really... It was a really random moment for me. It could be different for other people. But for some reason, it just felt really out of the blue. For her to kind of, like, have come so far, done so well. And then to kind of actually really easily deal with this cavern and getting across it by weaving so extremely well that like she doesn't really struggle with it at all so for her to kind of have this hopelessness and then to deal with it real quickly was just really random i don't know it's just the placement of it was odd the reason for it was odd especially considering it wasn't that much of a problem in the end i don't know the whole th- there's a, there's a lot of strange choices here and i'm finding this a lot with like rick's presentation of female characters i have been told he has improved a lot especially with like daughter of the deep um, which I did not finish reading, even though I was meant to before going to New York. But I'm going to read it on the plane. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. It just I, it wasn't. I, I wasn't a fan. Um, but <laughs> I then also because I mentioned it in the overview, her whole thing was like, oh my god, I'm managing to weave across this whole thing so well. I've never done this before, honey. You literally just did the exact same thing. Well, okay, not fully exact because it was kite strings and she wasn't panically doing it and it was like plastic swords and stuff. But it was basically the same concept. I don't know, it was just... It was weird. I don't know. It was just a, it was a strange choice for her to be like, oh my God, how am I doing this? I'm like, you, you, you just did this. Um, I don't know, this whole this whole section is really i feel like this episode is going to be really short again i'm really sorry everyone i just don't have much to say (laughs) i i think the problem that i'm having is that i'm tired (laughs) I, i this book is dragged on so much so unnecessarily that the things that i think i was looking forward to in like annabeth's quest they pass by so quickly and like so it's like less than 30 pages well okay 29 pages 
so not that much. So <laughs> there's 29 pages of this super dangerous quest. And yet the quest was, okay, we're gonna get into the plot section now. This super dangerous quest that no one has ever survived before. And no one has, as they say, no one has ever made it to Arachne before. It was three tests. If that, technically it was just two tests. It was the 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 Brotherhood of Miraths? What was it again? Miraths? Hold on. Yeah, Mi Mithras. The Brotherhood of Mithras. And then getting across the cavern. That was it. Those were the only tests. And I'm sorry, they were not hard. They were not remotely hard. The, like what we had just here with Annabeth, all the answers are in front of her and it and would have been in front of all of her siblings when they make it into the Brotherhood of Mithras's altar room. All the answers are in front of them. That shouldn't be difficult. The crashing through the building, fair enough, difficult because if you land badly you could break a neck. But like that first test should not have been as hard as it seemed to be considering the amount of dead body bones. And then getting across the cavern, slightly more difficult, but like weaving, climbing, crawling. I mean, like there's a way to get across. The fact that these two tests basically were considered so difficult that no one has ever done it before since the stealing of the Athena Partheos in ancient Rome. <laughs> I, I just expected a little something more. It kind of gave, oh my god, I'm Annabeth in Battle of the Labyrinth. I, I am literally Annabeth in Battle of the Labyrinth, mad at the Sphinx for giving me easy questions. Because, like, she was answering them in quick succession and kind of like, what, this is stupid. Why aren't you giving me, like, a difficult riddle? Like, why are you giving me, pay like, questions that you would get on a SAT? <laughs> like, and this is kind of like the vibe that I'm getting here. And, like, I don't know, it's, just, it's almost insulting to Annabeth how simple it was. And insulting to all the other Athena kids how simple this was. Because, I mean... <sighs> I know, like I know I couldn't do it because I'm not remotely skilled in hand-eye coordination or battle, but like trained demigods, how how did people struggle? I I really don't get it. it's two tests. I guess technically three with the fall and the dealing with the first aid stuff, but like technically it's two tests. Maybe maybe three and a half because it's finding the hole in the wall because if the hole in the wall to get to the altar room wasn't there before they then get lost in what is technically still the labyrinth but like as a whole I know it's just weird I just didn't think it was that difficult and then I just felt bad for all the Athena kids who died because <laughs> I just, like you, you're dumb if all the answers, especially it's the Mirath room, Mithras room that's just really getting me because the answers were in the statues all around them. Like, I think the only thing that would maybe be slightly difficult would be the crashing down of the room, considering obviously it's not crashed down before. Unless it restarts itself whenever someone doesn't make it all the way to Rackney. I don't know, it's just, it's, it's weird. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> 
let's I'm just gonna lay it all out here. So it's um solve the god foreign god problem by just looking around the room. Dealing with a broken ankle. Admittedly, not easy, but kind of also not impossible considering ambrosia, getting the splint and all that sort of stuff. Weaving across a chasm, not hard, but I guess not easy, and then making it to Arachne. Like that that that's that's all she does. That's all this quest is. Beyond obviously getting across the Atlantic, which is very, very hard. I just <laughs> I know it's like 29 pages um, and maybe I guess kind of like the 10 page I don't, I don't even know how to describe it but I just kind of I again maybe nostalgia or something I just forgot how quickly the quest ends up going I mean she makes it to Arachne and the statue in 29 pages and arrived in Rome only 10 pages before this moment so technically she's in a sense quote-unquote solved the entire mark of athena problem in 40 pages yes okay she's not gotten the statues free but she's made it where no other athena kid has ever made it before since ancient rome or the fall of rome i don't remember when the statue was taken in 40 pages and in a day it's been it's not even been a day it's a couple of hours can we just put that into perspective it's a couple of hours it's a couple of hours she manages to deal with all the tests and get to Arachne. I don't know how. Well, because I guess we've got it in conjunction with the other quest. So, and Nico has like three hours left to live. So, let's say six hours. But even still, she makes it through all these tests and to Arachne in about six hours. When her entire generation of Athena kids since ancient Rome have not been able to do that and she does it in six hours I love I love Annabeth I do but if this is insulting to her intelligence how is it that easy like these tests don't seem that difficult I, I know she's also got to deal with Arachne now but I don't know it's just it doesn't considering that this whole thing is called Mark of Athena We've not actually had that much to do with the Mark of Athena. We've had, what, these 30 pages of quest. We've had you know, 20 pages of finding the map. Add maybe 10 pages further onto that of learning more information. So we've had maybe max 80 to 90, maybe 100 pages of a nearly 600 page book dedicated to what the book is entitled after it's just it's a little frustrating <laughs> i mean we need more like annabeth annabeth firstly needed more pov roles we d we didn't need fucking leo to be a pov technically we didn't need it was either get rid of leo or percy because we don't need their povs well we need some of them but like Annabeth should have had more of a chance to have had more POVs because she's had three rounds of being a POV chapter leader she'll have a fourth in this one she only has four four rounds of being a POV chapter leader in a book that's meant to be about her quest I just, it's frustrating it's frustrating friends um 
I'm sick of it. <laughs> she should have had more of a role. Getting rid of Leo, because I don't like him, but and give more of those chapters to Annabeth. And also, honestly, probably would have given it to Hazel, because it's about her brother. She should have had a chapter dedicated to her, because, well, she should have been a POV chapter leader. It should have been Piper, Hazel, Annabeth, and probably keep it to Percy, I guess. It's not necessary, but maybe. I guess it's fine. But, like, we didn't need Leo. We needed Hazel. Um, I don't know where I was going with that. But <laughs> just Annabeth just needed more. That's what I'm saying. Annabeth needed more. For a book that was meant to be about her quest, we've had 30 pages. Maybe 100 pages to add everything up to do with her quest. Out of nearly 600. I mean, come on now. Annabeth deserved more, but I'll talk about that when I do my video on my YouTube channel. Be so sure to subscribe to a healthy just friend. Hey. Um <laughs> But I think that's kind of all I have to say for this section. Um yeah, it's Annabeth alone. Um but she's she does but it's she deserved a more different like obviously I don't want these kids to go through more trauma, but also give them more trauma. It's, this is meant to be difficult. Where is the difficulty? <laughs> um, and on that note, uh, for this week's question of the episode, I do actually want to know, did anyone else feel that the tests to find Arachne and the statue were not as hard as they were made out to be? Because these, like, my God. Anyway, um, I think that's all I have to say. So <laughs> thank you all for joining me for this week's section. Be sure to join me next Wednesday as we continue our Royal Inverse journey. Remember, support me on Patreon, buy my books, enjoy that old stuff. And um, yeah, bye. To plug where you can find our podcast, we are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Audio Boom, Stitcher, and basically where we listen to your podcasts. In the meantime, between episodes, you can find the Best Damn Camp on various social media at Best Damn Camp Pod on Instagram and Twitter. If you want to email me with your thoughts on the episode, you can email the Best Damn Camp at hotmail.com, or if you want to support the podcast, you can head over to the Patreon page at patreon.com slash a healthy friend, which is linked in the episode show notes for things like early access to episodes and other exclusive perks want more royal verse content check me out on youtube at a healthy dose of fran and if you want to support my writing career drop me a follow at a dose of fran on instagram twitter and tiktok again thank you all for tuning in as always i've been fran your very own hunter and i'll see shall i speak to you all next time bye